Good morning, good afternoon, good day, Cemetery Road Baptist Church and beyond. Uh, I do hope you're keeping well. If you're listening on the podcast, I apologise for this bit, but we've just seen a clip of a, a Jenga fail on a poor young lad who managed to catch them. And in the background, you can hear his mum saying, run, run, run. Um, does your life ever feel like a game of Jenga? Do you feel like you've put all the blocks up as they should be in the different patterns that hold them with strength and then bit by bit whether it's by yourself or by other people you feel the blocks being removed whether that's hourly whether that's daily monthly do you sometimes feel that the blocks are being removed and you're not as stable as you once were or want to be Well, I think a lot of people can feel like that. Um, You can feel like bit by bit, you can build yourself up. You can get to where you want to be. You might have aspirations, dreams. um, There might be a target you're aiming for in your life. But for some reason, those Jenga blocks, they just keep being removed from your life. And you become wobbly to the point where sometimes you fall and you crash. And they crash loudly, don't they? and they make an awful mess and then you start again if you want to continue you have to start again well i'm going to look at a little passage here from uh, haggai Um, and it's going to be taken a little bit out of context because the, the context of what i'm reading is it was about the the exiles returning from babylon rebuilding the temple but when I read it, I realized that actually I think this can be um, interpreted into our daily lives. So this is Haggai, Haggai and it's uh, chapter 1, verse 1, but, uh, oh gosh, I'm somewhere in Haggai, Haggai 1, 7 to 8. And this is the call to rebuild the temple. And this is what the Lord Almighty says, give careful thought to your ways. Go up into the mountains and bring down timber and build the house so that I might take pleasure in it and be honoured. So today my reflection is, do we need to go back up the mountain and get some more timber for our lives to to steady our fort and add some extra panelling? I've um, intently watched Sarah over the um, over the lockdown and summer period where she's built a rabbit hutch, um, a, a whole wardrobe, and she's got plans for another cupboard. And she's researched it, bought the right wood, screws, raw plugs, tools, routers. Also, I can't even name some of the tools she uses. If she asks me to pass something, I just take a punt and pass something that looks like what she said. Apparently a can of coke doesn't do a very good drilling job, but that's just me. Um, so do we need to have that little walk up the mountain and get the, the, the other tools and stuff that we need? You see, I think we do. I think we need to stabilise him. I think we need that little bit of help around us. We can pray, of course we can, best tool ever. Uh, and we can talk to others, of course we can. But you know what, sometimes we have to stabilise ourselves as well. Now we can stabilise ourselves um, singing loud worship songs, spending some time with the Lord each day, reading his word. We need to stabilise ourselves somehow. So my task 
for today is go and get some more wood, plonk it around me, hold me up, so that when those Jenga blocks are removed in my life, I don't wobble as much. I just pick up another one and put it back in to try and continue rebuilding myself. Um, we all need rebuilding, we all need looking after and stabilizing. And listen, if you hear the big loud crash and bang and things get messy, help build somebody else up, help pick up their Jenga blocks so that we can all walk together through this strange, weird time that we're going through and we'll come out the other end. Thanks for listening. God bless you all. I'll see you soon. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good uh, in between all of them. Cemetery Baptist Church, how are you? Monday the 21st of September 2020. It's like a log. You know when they're going to find us floating in space one day, they're going to look at these days and go, wow, did they all look that bad? <laughs> anyway, how are you all? It's still sunny. Still sunny. I hear we're having a cold snap that's coming in though. The weather lady told me that this morning. Um, so hopefully that's not going to be too bad. But I'm not going to wear trousers. I mean, I am, I'm going to wear shorts. I am wearing shorts just to prove a point. Ugh. But I mean, I'm not wearing long trousers yet. Until the sun disappears, I'm not putting trousers on. Okay? Oh gosh, that went totally off a tangent. Bookaroo. Bookaroo. Who had that game? Or who still plays that game? Or who had kids who played that game? Or grandkids who played the game? Do you remember it? Bookaroo. You used to have to load stuff onto the... Is it a horse? It's a horse. Yeah, it was a horse. Or donkey. Horse. You used to have to load things on, didn't you? Uh, what was there? Was there a cowboy hat? Was there a cowboy hat? I don't know. There was a, a saucepan, um, a, a whip, a, a lasso rolled up, wasn't there? You used to have to hook them on. Um, saucepan, whip. What else was there? The boot. Oh, a water bottle. A cowboy drinking water bottle thing. What else, what else was there? Spade. A shovel. Was there? I don't know. But you remember, you used to have to load things onto him uh, or her to be PC, uh, and then they used to kick and kick everything's off, all the things off. Do you remember that, Bookaroo? Who feels like a game of Bookaroo? I don't mean having a game. I mean who literally feels like the game of Bookaroo? Who woke up this morning with all those good intentions of having the week? the best week the week you get things done and now you feel like someone to put a old boot on you and a water bottle and a spade and a cowboy hat it was a cowboy have i said cowboy hat maybe i said that but who feels like that who feels like the game of bookaroo and you just want to kick everything off that'll be me for the benefit of those listening on the podcast i've just put my finger in the air oh man I've got my um, to-do list on the right-hand side of my my Google screen. There are other screens available, but I use Google. And I look at my list and I think, I'm not going to get that done today. It's not going to (sighs) happen. It's a heavy list. And who else had that feeling of, I'm going to get things done. I'm going to, you know, make a 
things right i'm going to mend things take people places do things look you're looking at the house and thinking that needs doing over there needs cleaning who at work is getting bogged down by paperwork procedures and red tape oh it's never ending isn't it students you know looking for accommodation making sure they got all the last minute things before they go i've got year uh, nine people this week going into exams tests chemistry biology and physics i think those words are actually made up yeah i should have gone to school really but they've got those already they've only been back to school for like two weeks it's it's tiresome isn't it? and they all load you down like a game of bookaroo and I'm that sort of person who I will then go, Oh Lord, why hast thou forsaken me? Why have you left me with this load of shoes and saucepans and stuff? Because that's how I speak to the Lord. Apparently it's the only language he understands. You know, yeah, King, King Arthur English. And he says, listen, mate, I've been telling you all along. And he has. Matthew. In Matthew 11, 28. Or you want to read it out loud. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. See, all of a sudden, my to-do list on the right, get back to deacons, treasurers, things, ah, that can all wait. Um, but it looks a lot lighter because the Lord is there saying, look, I'm, I'm here. But he doesn't say, give me everything. I'll do it. Done. Forgotten. Don't even think about it. No, he doesn't. You see, like a kid running down a gravelly hill when we're maybe four and a half and we fall over and we get bits of grit in our knee and stuff and our elbows scraped and we need several sweets to stop us crying. I had to learn from that pain not sorry the kid had to learn from that pain not to do it again you know when he's having tcp oh i love tc the smell of tcp when i'm having that rubbed on the graze when he was having that rubbed on his graze he learned not to do the running down the hill thing maybe three or four times later he he would he would finally have learned it because his mum put skateboard pads all over him and let him play out but he learned from it and the Lord isn't saying, look, give me everything, okay, just book a route off to me, kick it all off to me, I'll deal with it. He's saying, no, 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 you have my yoke. And I imagine the Lord's yoke is wonderful, maybe a leather trim, really comfortable, and it's lighter, and it's easier to carry. He's saying, look, I'm not taking everything from you. You still need to learn. You still need to work and do things. But give the load to me. You deal with what you can deal with. Deal with mine. Deal with my yoke. Isn't that wonderful that we have a Lord who's so gracious enough to just take the, the, the saucepan, the boot, the whip, the lasso, and just let us carry what we need to carry. We're still learning like a loving father, not taking it from us, not giving us everything. It's not a silver spoon thing. It's no, carry this lighter yoke and still carry something and still learn from it so that's my ramblings for today i hope it was of interest for you so if you are having a bookaroo moment turn to the lord give the lord some of the, the the useless things the things you don't need to carry work on what you do need to carry uh, and try carrying some of the lord's yoke because he's offered it to you
stay safe guys stay gelled up live harvest festival sunday service you get to see this in real live time so sorry about that but join us sunday look forward to seeing you all see you later in the week take care Good day, Semish Road Baptist Church and beyond. Uh, I hope you're well on this fine Tuesday morning, 22nd of September 2020. Wow, gosh. Do you know what? Today I'm going to pick on another game from my childhood. We've done Bookaroo. Um, what else have I done? I've done another game. I can't even remember what it was. Uh, Jenga, that was it. But now I'm going for Kaplunk. Because I feel like a game of Kaplunk. I don't want a game. I feel like the game. I feel like someone's put a load of spikes in me. And then filled me up with marbles. And then they're slowly pulling the spikes out. And then I cannot control these marbles that fall. And these marbles represent different parts of my life, I think. Uh, that They're going out. Um, the socialising uh, for us at the moment, the school run. I haven't got any control over these things at the moment. They are just cascading down onto a different spike, onto a different spike until they eventually hit the bottom. For those of you that remember Kaplunk, it was a terribly hard game to set up, to line up the holes and stuff. And then you'd fill it up with marbles and a couple of marbles would escape and then you'd play the game noisy rattly game um but it was fun but the way i'm feeling as a game of plonk i'm not finding it funny so we're here today that we may be heading into uh, some more restrictions uh, more isolation rules and apparently pubs are going to close at 10 o'clock because obviously after 10 that's when you get covid um but yeah so we're it's just it's never ending isn't it you know i don't know how you guys are coping with it but i almost don't want to put the news on anymore i like putting the news on to get the weather and find out what's going on in the world but at the moment i'm just thinking gosh it's just another thing removed from us it's another spike removed and like i say things are out of control but amen brother and sister i'm here to tell you there's a hope there is a hope, and I found my hope today in John. So uh, this is John 16, verse 33. I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I've overcome the world. Oh, I needed that. Take heart, I've overcome the world. These things aren't a surprise to God. Um, I mean, let's be honest, probably uh, life has been through a lot worse than COVID. Uh, we, we all know about, uh, you know, the Black Death and wars and, and the fire of London, you know, just to name a few things that took place over here. When you look around the world, um, Ethiopia in the 80s, the drought, the starvation and the images of those poor kids with malnutrition you know with the, the, the bellies that stuck out because they were just so hungry so the world has been through a lot this isn't a surprise to God 
I think what is a surprise to God, though, is how we often deal with things. Um, you know, how how we go about things and when the people in power make these decisions based on certain research, there will always be research for and against everything. We know that. That's just the way life is. Um, but I wonder what, if anything, if the powers that be went to the Lord, would the advice they received be any different? Would they be able to stick some of the spikes back into the game to hold the marbles up? And uh, you know, almost, I guess almost like a juggler would uh, would manage uh, more and more items to juggle. So I think if there's any encouragement I can give you today, it's we do have to roll with it. And at times people are going to pull some of our spikes out and things are just going to be out of our control, like at the moment. Some may be more out of control than others. Um, some may be looking forward to going back to work in the office and then it looks like that's going to be removed again. Some people might have been looking forward to going back to watching a sports team. It looks like that's going to be paused for longer. Um, and the, the, this will obviously lead to more debt, uh, more heartache for families, more job losses. I think the encouragement and the the task at hand for us as believers is keep praying. Keep remembering that there, but take heart, I have overcome the world. And if God has overcome the world, we are on the side of a winner. And I want to be on the winning side. So let's keep praying for our fellow brothers and sisters, ones that are struggling, uh, who may be suffering debt, may be asking for handouts from certain departments. Please don't feel bad about asking for handouts. And that's what they're there for. Charities were invented for that very thing. Look after yourselves, guys. Look after each other. Okay, let's keep each other safe. Um, so thanks for listening to my ramblings again. God bless you all. Uh, and see you really soon. Hopefully see you for the live service on Sunday. Take care. God bless. Good day, Centro Baptist Church and beyond. I do hope you're all well and you're keeping safe and sound. Uh, I'm going to play a little game of charade. So for those of you that uh, are listening on the podcast, um, just just enjoy the sounds for a minute. Okay, but this grabs some people more than it grabs others. But what am I? <laughs> Shall I do that again? What am I? I'm one of these bad boys. Look at that. Sibutio. Who remembers Sibutio as a kid? He used to have to flick the footballers and they, they always rolled back up, didn't they? This is a picture here of the mighty Sky Blues, the formidable Coventry City Football Club, who are rising back up the, um, the, the leagues to take on the might of Europe again. Um, Sabutio, who remembers Sabutio? What a fantastic game. I used to collect their bits so, so much. Um, there was a shop in Coventry called Barnaby's and you used to have to go upstairs and it's like a musky old wooden um, dark toy shop. But they had so many Sabutio sets. I was gutted when they closed down. Um, I've seen just now you can get them on eBay, so don't tell Sarah. But I might be getting my Sabutio out of the loft again. Yeah. Now that's gaming. That's how you play. So 
why is he talking about Sabutio here, you say? Well, I'm on that theme, aren't I, at the moment, of games from my childhood and games that we play. And it reminded me that we can often get knocked over. Um, and we feel like we're getting back up again, don't we? We feel like we've, we've been knocked and we get back up again, just like the Sabutio pieces did. And it reminds me of a passage in the Bible in 2 Corinthians 4, verse 9. It says, persecuted but not forsaken, struck down but not destroyed. Just like those small plastic figures, they used to get a lot of flicking action, didn't they? Uh, and they used to get trodden on a lot, and the little man used to snap off the base, and Dad would be there with a the super glue trying to stick him back on. So for the footballer who looked like that, suddenly looked like that, because my dad would stick his arms in the wrong place. But do you feel like it's a Sabutio player at all? I think sometimes I do. I think I get knocked back or knocked over, but I feel like I'm bouncing back again. But am I bouncing back again? Or am I just getting up, ready for the next flick? Ready for the next time that someone's going to stand on me and snap me off and glue me back together again? Um, I think when I get knocked down, I'm learning more and more now, that when I'm down there, learn from it. What knocked me down? Why am I hitting the deck? Why do I feel like I do? And then before I bounce back, okay, so why did it happen? And how can I stop it from happening again? And I can stop it from happening again by turning to the Lord. In Proverbs 24, verse 16, let me just read this for you. It says, For the righteous falls seven times and rises again, but the wicked stumble in times of calamity. Now, we all know that we're not just going to fall seven times. It'd be seven times a day, maybe, for some of us. But it's that getting back up again. So this week, your Sabutio flick may be the, the further lockdown restrictions. Uh, I've just been on a Zoom call with youth workers from all over the, the South Yorkshire region and, and just slightly beyond. And um, Skipton Baptist Church are, are in a state of further lockdown. They're, they've got real restraints and then they're struggling uh, they do pretty much what we do but we miss that face-to-face -face bit so for the for Boris and his restrictions early in the week that's our next flick that's what's knocking us over again and it's how do we we bounce back okay do we bounce back doing something different do we have to communicate in a different way do we have to pray more whatever your flick is this week whatever is knocking you over I really do pray that you'll when you get up you'll get up stronger than when you hit the floor for some people that'll be through the loneliness and the isolation um, some people it would just be your, your mental health we can't forget mental health because this strange time is taking a lot out of us we are almost becoming normalized to not being around fellow humans other than our rule of six, our little bubbles. So what's socialising going to look like the other side? We know that when gatherings get together now it gets out of hand, like we've seen in the, um, the university in Scotland, people just go over the top. They're so excited to see each other again that, oof, it starts again. The, the, the virus hasn't gone. It's still here. So what's your, your flick moment this week? 
and I'd like to pray now. I don't normally pray on the podcast. I mean, I pray for you guys anyway, but I just want to hand this over to the Lord now. Um, so I just want to uh, have a little, a little time of prayer. Lord, I thank you for your, your grace and your kindness and your love. I thank you for all you do for us in this time of uncertainty, Lord, when you make things certain. And what I pray now, Lord, is for those of us who hit the floor, I pray that when we come back up, Lord, it's like coming back through those baptism waters. We're refreshed, we're renewed, and we're going to do things differently, Lord. We're going to learn from the things that knock us over. I pray for those struggling at this time, Lord, whether it be physically or mentally, spiritually, maybe there's loss in our lives. I really pray, Lord, that your amazing, graceful hand will be upon us all, comforting us all, just cocooning around us, keeping us safe and warm, so that when that cocoon slowly releases us, we come out more beautiful and and looking at you in a more beautiful way, Lord. Lord, I pray all these things over our amazing church and our amazing family. I ask this in your name. Amen. Thank you so much, guys. Look forward to seeing you Sunday live service. God bless you. Take care. Stay gelled up. Good Friday to you all. Happiness to everybody. It's Friday. Uh, Who's got that Friday feeling? Yes, I have. It's reasonably sunny outside. I can hear a bit of wind blowing, but hey, I'm here. And what what date are we on today? We're on Friday the 25th of September. Gosh, we're nearly into October and then it's the the countdown, isn't it? Once you move past Halloween or Thanksgiving, things like that. Bonfire night. And then, you know, you're into Christmas decoration territory. So, this year's disappearing isn't it oh wow so yeah so it's literally three months to christmas then october november yeah three months oh it, the countdown begins crikey oh. um anyway hope you've all been uh, good to get on the obviously the, the good list and hope you're, you're staying safe uh, and i'll continue with my games theme this week i've really enjoyed this actually i felt it uh, a little bit challenging to think back to games and then tie it in with the bible and today i'm going for downfall who remembers downfall it was advertised like a safe cracking game wasn't it and you have to strategically twist your bits down bit by bit get all your your counters to come down and finally fall out the bottom but whilst you're turning yours your opponents is also turning so you could be potentially either blocking them or letting their tokens fall to the bottom frustrating but great fun um and there was no way i could cheat on that because i'd literally have to look all the way around to see my sister's pieces and i couldn't cheat i, I can't cheat now sarah won't let me either if i try and look around i get a finger in the eye so uh, better play that one properly who feels like a game of downfall i don't mean who wants a game i mean who feels like a game of downfall let me explain so i like to move through my life piece by piece gently moving through my day ticking off my to-do list items 
get at the end of the day. Maybe there's a nappy, maybe there's feeding the kids, walking the dog, other uh, workout. It's wonderful. However, on the flip side of life, you're getting flopped and bashed and bruised and your finger goes in a nappy you didn't want it to and you burn the dinner and the dog escapes. Yes, who has that game of downfall in their life? And whose walk with Jesus looks like it should be like this? Piece by piece, I read the Bible. I listen to worship and I certainly pray. But wait a minute, the other side comes in and it starts blocking you. You haven't got time to read the Bible. I don't want to listen to worship. I want the football results. And so what about this? And so what about that? That, ladies and gentlemen, is the game of downfall. And my life... <gasps> Who feels like that? Just me? Fair enough. Okay. Well, I'm going to tie in the scripture anyway because you're here. I've got your attention, so you might as well listen to me. So, hmm. Romans. And I am going for Romans 8 18. Let me just read this for you. I've got it right here in front of me. So if my eyes go that way, it's because I'm reading. For I consider that the sufferings of the present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is to be revealed to us. Amen. See, they're easy words to read and to dish out to people in times of need and times of trouble. Wait for the glory of God, though. When you get there, it's going to be amazing. Yeah, do you know what, though? In the here and now, sometimes we want to moan through our struggling and our suffering, whether it be a lockdown struggle, uh, work, money, food, whatever you, you struggle in life, you're suffering, it's very personal to you, isn't it? And I'm not going to demean anyone's struggles because I have struggles. We we all have struggles. Um, it's obviously it's how we, we deal with them that helps and who we're surrounded by, any help that we need or support that we try and gather. Um, but maybe our games of downfall can be made just a little bit easier when we involve the Lord a bit more. Because yes, as it says there, the rewards that we're going to get are going to be so amazing, so beautiful. You can't even comprehend what the Lord has in store for us. But they do recognise, it says, for I consider that the sufferings of this present time. The Lord knows you're in a tough place. And the Lord is ready and waiting for you to reach out, to to cry out if you need to. He doesn't block his ears if we cry, by the way. Can I just say that? You can shout as loud as you want. He, he doesn't hurt his ears. Um, he, the Lord knows we have sufferings. So it is seeking the, the, the right players. So if you are moving in that direction, make sure that the person behind you is there willing to move the right pieces for you as well if it's a family member that you trust uh, someone from church you may trust uh, a leader a youth worker anyone who you may trust make sure you you, you call on them and, and ask them for help uh, don't be above help okay because we all need it we the word help has been invented because we need it it's a big big word but it's a hard word to ask for Okay, so uh, I hope this has made some sense. It did in my head, but what comes out of my head often looks like a bowl of spaghetti. So um, I hope it's made some sense. I hope you got something from it. I uh, hope to see you Sunday, live Zoom meeting. And it's a communion one. So uh, remember to bring your 17% um, your wine and um, your leftover pizza from the night before or whatever you're going to do communion with. 
jokes to all the deacons and officers watching. It was a joke. God bless you all. Stay safe. Stay jailed up. See you soon. go on forever couldn't it wow good morning cemetery road baptist church um last week i set myself a little personal challenge of trying to do little podcasts about uh, games when i was younger um and i think i nailed it yeah i think i totally crushed it you know uh, bookaroo and uh, jenga and all of the things and i thought what can i do this week what can I talk about this week? You know, a little personal challenge, keep things fresh, a little bit different, ease the monotony and the boredom of um, the lockdown and isolation. And I thought, do you know what? Let's pick songs from the 60s. And there was no better song to start with than the debut song of the Beatles, written on the 5th of October, so almost at their anniversary, 1962. Um, and I think it's one of their only songs that's been recorded three times with three different drummers as well. Um, so it didn't hit number one over here in the UK. In fact, I think it got to about number 17 and then it got to number four when it was re-released in the 80s. Um, but in America, it was a big hit. It went straight into number one. I mean, obviously, they loved the Beatles. Uh, probably still do. Um, and I thought it's so appropriate. Love, love me do. You know I love you so please love me do and apparently that was John Lennon on the um, the mouth organ the harmonica so a uh, bit of a trivia for you there and that's a note that we've got a quiz coming up in a couple of weeks so how can you tie that with the Bible simple very easy I'm gonna go straight here to 1 John four nineteen. we love because he first loved us. Simples. Or whatever the um, meerkats say nowadays. We love because he first loved us. Not he loved the world. He loved us. Not he loves our situation. He loves us. With all of our faults, all of our sizes, colours, language, smells. He, the Lord, loves us us and and that's as simple as that message is you know that song can be very easily sung from jesus to us or from us us to jesus um you know love love me do you know that i love you so so true isn't it oh that rhymed it is so true though jesus first loved us and that's the whole i guess foundation the whole principle of our faith that on the grounds that jesus loved us he gave his life for us that's how much he loves us he just says please love me back please please that's how he would have sang it a lot better than me obviously um 
for that is as simple as today's message is. I want us to start the week on a real great positive note um, that Jesus loved us first. And even though he loved us first, he hasn't stopped loving us. It hasn't ended. It hasn't wavered. It hasn't reduced. No, 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 no. If anything, it's getting stronger, especially through these weird times. So church, be encouraged. We are loved and he just wants us to love him back. Have a great day, guys. Look after yourselves. Stay safe. Stay gelled up. Let's have a bit more, shall we? Good day, Centro Baptist Church and beyond. I uh, do hope you're keeping well and safe. And uh, here's my next little uh, having a go of trying to make something out of a 60s tune. So if you just bear with me one second while I find what I need to find. Should have come prepared, shouldn't I, really? That was a bit of a, a mistake by me. Let's see if you know how this is. the generation where Vic Reeves and Bob Mortimer did that clearly I'm a believer by the monkeys um, sorry if my screen keeps wobbling I'm in a different location today I'm looking out on hills and stuff because there's nobody here with me and I'm here me and a snoring dog just oh and somebody on the phone texting me just chilling out so uh thought I'd go for a different spice of life you know change things up a little bit so yeah that was clearly the monkeys i'm a believer and um, the 60s didn't they have great intros you knew where the song was going within the first five ten seconds and i love that i love the, the whole twangy guitar feel to it all uh, and with that song and with my attempt to try to make something out of it today i want you to replace the word her with the word his let's have a little bit more his face i saw his face and it tells us in john 12 45 mm. to 4 44 to 45 uh, and it says jesus came to save the world mm. and jesus cried out and said whoever believes in me believes not in me but in him who sent me and whoever sees me sees him who sent me how awesome would it have been to have seen the face of Jesus? Just, I, I often think of the disciples walking with him for uh, for those years and looking on this guy every day, waking up next to him, um, you know, spending a whole day with him, bunking, bunkering down at night somewhere. Um, and it just, it got me thinking that it wasn't until after he'd gone and come back that he realised, wow, we were in the presence of God. You know, they didn't quite get it, did they, while he was just Jesus before the crucifixion. But then when the realisation must have hit them, they've seen the face of God. We've lived with him, we've ate with him, we've 
we've done everything with him you know that must have been so awesome and, and such a blessing and no wonder they went on to spread the gospel and it says there whoever sees me sees him who sent me and that's the same today if we look at jesus's face today we see him we see god we see the beauty the we see the passion for us we see it all in those smiling eyes and that you know i imagine his, his beautiful chiseled features and everything we need to look for the face of jesus in all that we do uh, i often play a little game if I'm somewhere and I'm feeling a little bit flat, a little bit low, things a bit boring, I'll look for crosses. Like at the moment, I'm looking out in the view and where the patio doors are, the, the handles are there and it's making a bit of a cross. And I can see it in my peripheral. Mm. Um, and I do that a lot just to, to remind me that, that Jesus is everywhere. Mm. If I can't literally see his face, I can see things that remind me of him. The beauty, the nature, the birds, it's, it's all God and it's all good all right so guys replace her name with his I'm not being sexist or funny in any way but when you listen to that song you can so easily replace her with his and that song then becomes all about jesus i mean let's have a look at a couple of these lyrics then i thought love was more or less a giving thing no with jesus it's a receiving thing as well you receive jesus's love uh, the more i gave the less i got not anymore the more you give to jesus the more you'll get back what's the use of trying because all you get is pain well that was definitely life before christ i'll tell you and when it when i wanted sunshine i got rain no the lord is always my sunshine when it rains it's a blessing but the lord is my sunshine and the, it, there's another verse in there it says um as I say, then I saw his face. Now I'm a believer, not a trace of doubt in my mind. I'm in love and I'm a believer. I couldn't leave him if I tried. So there's my tenuous link today. Hope you got something from it. Let's have a little bit more, shall we? Yeah.